Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ramble. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to your really high production favorite podcast. Pretty basic. Pretty basic. Hey, Loshi. Okay, guys. Well, hi, Rem. <laughs> so we are currently <laughs> trying to like make the echo not bad. So we both have blankets basically over our heads, but we're sitting next to each other. This is talking. so embarrassing. Don't worry. Our studio is indeed coming in a very short amount of time. We just got off a meeting where we finalized all the designs. So pretty soon we will have video. We will be high production level you guys are gonna not know what hit you as of right now we're currently sitting in my office with blankets over our heads this is very giving me very episode one season one energy yes um it's taken us quite a long time but i think it's important never know never forget where you came from never forget your roots do you do you ever have that moment we've been doing youtube for so long do you ever have that moment where you're like vlogging or something and you like it hits you you're like Oh my God, people watch this. Yes, all the time. I was shopping for soup the other day and I was like, I think I'm going to get chicken noodle. Maybe. Sorry, Remy, what's up with you and soup? I fucking love soup. <laughs> I would put soup in my top three favorite foods for sure. Really? I love soup. Ramen, mm. chicken noodle, matzo ball, whatever I want. Anyways, I was shopping for soup and I was really trying to figure out what kind of soup I wanted. And then I realized, holy shit, someone like hundreds of thousands of people are going to watch me looking for soup. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, just like us sitting here with this blanket on our heads. I'm like, oh my God, hundreds of thousands of people are going to listen to us with blankets on our heads. Sometimes that overwhelms me. Yeah, I agree. But then you <laughs> have your soup did to it, calm you I down. was going to say, did it make you nervous to pick the soup? Uh, no. I mean... <laughs> It was a great, it was a great choice. I went with chicken noodle and a vegetable, so I had options. Ooh. And um, yeah, that's that was my soup story. I don't know about you guys, but Mercury retrograde has been hitting me hard. I never knew if I like believed in that, and you know what? I think I think I do. I think well, also I heard that this one of all is supposed to be like one of the strongest or worst, if you will. In case you don't know what Mercury retrograde is, I'm not exactly sure cosmically what it is. So it it apparently it's where thank God we have our astrophysicist. Here. Yes, 
Do, 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 do. Hello, guys. Welcome to School 101 of something about Mercury and Gatorade. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I know it has to do with the way that Mercury moves around the sun and when it's in, quote, retrograde is when it appears that it's spinning backwards. Interesting. Yeah. So the whole thing with that is like when it's in retrograde, then people like to think that like your technology starts not working. Things just don't go your way. You know, you've just got like little unlucky spurts. And I, I, a lot of people are always like, oh, it's because Mercury's in retrograde. I being one of those people. But this one has been hitting me extra hard. And I just feel like, you know, I've, I've had better days. But then it's funny because, you know, is 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 that just an excuse to blame all your problems on it? No, I think definitely what's, so. What's the truth? We don't know. Point being, whether you believe in that or not, um, we hope that you've been well. We're really <laughs> excited. Ready, ready? So whether you believe in it or not, don't worry. It's your lucky day because we're going to be doing a Q&A. Oh my gosh, that rhymed. I'm proud of you. <laughs> okay, for real though, guys, we're going to answer some questions and we are very excited to get to these. There are actually some quite juicy ones. So um, let's go. I'm nervous because you told me that the first one was really juicy <laughs> and now I'm nervous. I'm like, is this a truth or drink type question? This actually kind of is and it might be. I don't think you drink for it necessarily, but let's just get into it. I'm In nervous. case you guys don't follow us, on the pretty basic Instagram absolutely you should because uh we got some good content over there yeah okay that's where we pulled all these questions from so next time if you see it on the story definitely answer and maybe you'll be um you know maybe we'll answer your question next time all right number one Alicia yes how was your relationship with Asian girl squad <laughs> oh my god <laughs> shut up <laughs> this is funny um who asked that I don't know <laughs> oh my god okay um Wow, great. We know we're just starting off strong. This is so interesting. I honestly think I have a good relationship with everyone. I feel as though a lot of people kind of put us in, you know, a a, a, a type of like a group in the like beginning. Box, yeah. And then people were always causing drama like, oh my God, you're not hanging out with them or blah, blah, blah. Or they're, you know, making drama out of nothing. And, you know, obviously me and I had a huge little like, you know, bump in our friendship. <laughs> Just a huge little falling Just out. Just a huge little falling out. It's fine. Um, but we're honestly super good now. And I don't know. I feel like I'm closer to Lauren than I've ever been. I really don't talk to Tiff too much. But, I mean, we've never had issues or anything like that. So, I would say it's actually pretty good. I think, like, when you and Mia had your big falling out, and I've talked about this before, but I kind of unintentionally felt like I had to pick sides almost. I can, yeah. When I did it. And no, no. one was ever, no one was ever, like, pick sides pick sides like talking badly about anybody else like it was almost like a little awkward in the sense where like no the elephant in the room and no one would talk about it but like I mean it was great at the same time but I even got this comment recently that was like in on a, a truth or drink and the question was do you pick like the Alicia friend group or Asian girl squad and I took the shot because I wasn't trying to hide anything it's just like I'm not going to pick between my groups of friends also. yeah but then also answering makes it sound like you're agreeing that there's sides exactly well then mm -hmm. people were like obviously Remy would pick this side obviously Remy would pick that side and it's like no like everybody has different friend groups it just so happens that we all do the same profession have the same profession mm -hmm. but it's and I love you guys for different reasons like I, you guys are my two different friend groups for different reasons yeah and I like there's no drama ever but I feel like people always want to be like there's drama sorry to also make that about me oh no <laughs> like it was your all. question but you're part of Asian girl squad I am a part of the Asian I mean my girl relationship squad. with you is better than ever so you and me <laughs> yeah yeah bitch always okay number two how is Tinky doing Remy Oh my God. I'm so glad you asked. I did indeed say that Mercury retrograde is hitting me hard, but on the flip side, 
my luck has turned out because my dream fully came true. If you know me, it is my dream to find some sort of baby animal and to nurse it back to health, to just help it out in some sort of way because baby animals are adorable or any animal, but especially baby animal. And um, recently I did indeed find a baby possum in my backyard. This is the story of how it went. Friday, we were working, and Wit and Sarah, my assistant slash creative producer, went outside to take some food content for cooking with Remy. And, you know, they nonchalantly come back in and go, oh, Rem, there was a baby possum outside. Of course, I absolutely lose my mind. I scream, and I run outside. (laughs) And unfortunately, the possum was nowhere to be found. And I was like, guys, you know this is my dream. I want to find it, da-da-da-da-da. And they're like, we had no idea that you dreamt about this, but (laughs) we'll we'll let you know next time we see it. They're like, sorry, we didn't (laughs) run in sooner. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I was like, it's fine. Let me know next time. So then... I totally forgot about it. Days go by and Cal is taking Momo out to go to the bathroom Aww. and he texts me, oh my gosh, there's a baby possum. I lose my mind. I'm not home, of course. I lose my mind. I say, oh my God, like track it, see what's going on. <laughs> you know, I just need to know. He said it scurried away. We couldn't find it. So then he calls me back a few hours later and he sends me a picture and a video of Momo next to it. <gasps> and Momo's just kind of like staring. She's like five feet away, but she's like yeah. staring at it. The possum's staring at her. And Aww. they're like, you know, just vibing and so I was actually in the same plaza as a Home Depot I bought heavy duty gloves like no cut gloves I bought a plastic container and I was like this is my time oh my god because I know possums and I know possums usually like are carried on the back of their moms yeah I didn't know this yes and oftentimes they'll fall off and the mom has so many babies on its back that it won't recognize that the baby fell and like a baby Uh, a possum that small I had to like make sure of course that the mom wasn't coming back I'm not trying to steal the possum from its mom but I had to make sure that you know it it was actually abandoned it was I had to see the size to make sure that you know it wasn't just like a teenage possum it was I came home it was a baby and it was living under my barbecue so we ended up putting like a little the food down I gave her some like dog food and gave her some water just to make sure she was good and then once we like got her in the container you were thriving oh my god I was living my fucking best life (laughs) and I named her Tinky and I called a bunch of rescues just to make sure you know like that she went to a safe place Mm -hmm. but I had her for the night obviously in the container until the wildlife centers could pick her up in the morning so we spent the night together it was a wonderful night I called everyone I knew I facetimed everyone Alicia thought that she was a rat no you sent me a photo and I I genuinely thought you found a rat (laughs) and like became Cinderella and just ended up keeping it I would I was literally sitting there like Remy (laughs) what what are you doing? Cal was losing his mind. He was so mad and like so freaked out because I understand it's well, eroded. You just don't know. It's actually a marsupial. What is that? It like they carry them around like and I think it's like a, a, pa- a pouch thing. Oh. I'm not sure for sure. I have to look into that. But like a marsupial is like a koala or a kangaroo. Kangaroo. Yes. <gasps> Oh my God. Yes. So anyways, luckily uh, Cal's friend was over and he's from Virginia and he was like, oh, we have possums everywhere. We know everything. So he was like educating me on everything. They cannot carry rabies. They can carry tuberculosis. Did, have you had a TB shot recently? Um, I think I'm vaccinated like up to where I need to be. Okay, good. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I'm good. Anyways, <laughs> um, I watched Tinky the whole night. I kept my eyes on her for like four hours And then straight. I get a text of Remy <laughs> saying, I'm sick. <laughs> I... I was like, oh no, feel better. And then later it hit me. I was like, 
Rem, that's probably your allergies. From the sweet little tinky. Because you were probably over the thing all night. Just oh, yes. staring just big breathing eyes. Just like, I have very bad allergies. And the next morning I woke up with the worst sinuses, like the worst headache. My nose was stuffed. I was just like, was not well. Um, and I think it was because I literally watched this possum for like four hours. Aww. And I like locked myself in the room with it so the dogs wouldn't like bother her. Yeah. Anyways, we took her to a rescue and they took good care of her and they good. let me know um, she was in good hands. So that's that's Tinky. I miss her so much, but I'm glad that she went to a place where they can like bottle feed her and take care of her yeah. because I couldn't do it. I know you would love to do that. But. Exactly. Okay. Next question. Why did you pick the name Pretty Basic? That's a good question. That's actually a great question. I I have to say three years in, I, I don't regret the name. I really I love the either. name. I think that's the scariest part of picking a name for a project or a brand or anything like that. You never want to regret it. You know, my first username, MacBBY11, like <laughs> I regret that so much. But Do you really? I mean, now it's cute looking back because that's when I started. But I remember when I made it, I was thinking, I love this. Mm. I will never be embarrassed. But that of was this. the trend at the time. Was like it people had like Beauty Beyond Star, yeah. Strawberry Electric Forty Eight. Like those were all my like yeah. I love. And everyone was like, Oh my god, you watched like Strawberry Electric Forty Eight. You know what I mean? Yeah, should love you, Christy, better. So, um, we <laughs> did I ever tell you that I entered one of her giveaways forever ago? Shut. I need to text her and tell her that I remember I I really wanted a Rebecca Minkoff Mac (gasps) purse this is like before my YouTube channel took off and you had to do a video entry I was just gonna say do you remember video responses used to be a thing on YouTube it was like on TikTok when you make a video reply it was like that but it was like you would scroll down a little bit on the YouTube video and they would have like video responses so if you did a giveaway people could enter that way yes people oh my god yeah did you win I got an honorable mention (laughs) <laughs> do you think christy better knows that I, she gave you I an honorable like, mention i feel like we've just never talked about it like i wouldn't be shocked if she's like wait yeah i like wondered please or bring it up i need to next please. time i see her anyways we picked the name because we just thought it was like a fun like state it's a good like it has a nice ring to it i feel like it also does a really good job encompassing the fact of what the show is where it's like it's chill there's some pop culture there like you like it's a good lifestyle genre name we don't take anything too seriously as you guys and we were aware that you know we're pretty basic we are pretty basic but then other times we're not you know like (laughs) we love we love our coffee we love whatever and then we we love rescuing animals we love tinky If you were to ever end PB, what would be the reason? (gasps) Ooh. I mean, I think it would be, I don't think it would necessarily be like we're not good friends anymore. I think it would be similar to like why Eli and I stopped working together. Was it's like we need to put our friendship first. Yeah. I think that's like a reason why that or we just got too busy with other ventures and just don't have the time to put all the effort in anymore. Yeah, I could see like because obviously, even though this is a business, I think the number one thing that we have done is keeping our friendship first. So for any reason, if Remy was like, hey, I don't feel passionate about this anymore. I don't want to do it. I wouldn't question that. And I'd be like, totally understand. Like, and I think us being so aware of each other would be the reason why we would end it but I think that's good agreed because I think that's what saves the friendship over the business you know agreed I think also 
like it can't carry on without you it can't carry on without me it just yeah. and we like we obviously would look out for the other person and I think like knowing that it can't go on without you and it can't go on without yeah. me would be um, a factor that we would obviously take into consideration of like either you would lose a a part one of your businesses I would lose one of my businesses but again I think we both understand like we just value each other more than the podcast exactly yeah totally okay how do you manage pretty basic along with your other projects cooking with Remy parallel YouTube etc damn honestly delegating I feel like I've been saying that a lot lately it is so impossible to do everything yourself and I used to really it, I just, it was such an ego thing for me to say that I filmed my own videos and I edited my own videos and I did this by myself and I did this by myself. And now looking back, it was just so naive and stupid for me to honestly get pride out of that because in order to have a successful business, like how many businesses are out there where one person runs everything? None. none. Literally none. None. If you want to scale or if you want to, you know, take on more opportunities or projects, mm. it's impossible to do that. So getting help has been so great. You know, obviously we have so many things going on and even though we could technically post on the Pretty Basic Instagram, to us it's worth so much more to not only be able to give someone a job by doing that, but letting, you know, someone have that creative control to where we can focus, you know, all of our energy and efforts on bigger bigger things and or even just focusing on the, you know, the episodes that we're doing versus the little nitty gritty things or answering emails about it or whatever. I think also just time management and putting time aside for Pretty Basic. Obviously, every week we have to do, we record our episodes. So we have to put away our, our time to make sure that we have time to record. We have our meetings. We, you know, we definitely like value our time with pretty basic and even once we get the studio we're like allotting full days just to pretty basic work and doing all that sorts of things so Mm -hmm. i think it's just time management as well as delegation all right who would get married first out of the two of you remy i don't think not for sure (laughs) not for sure i i just i don't know i i think you i'm not saying you will but i think you would um okay like if you were happy I mean, I guess if we were both happy in a relationship, we would, I don't know. I don't know. I've just been single for so long. I feel like I haven't even let myself think about that. I'm just like, file it now. back, file it back, file it back. I don't know. I definitely don't have any plans on getting older. engaged anytime soon. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have any plans on um, that happening, but also, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. <gasps> what? Drama. <laughs> drama in paradise okay can we get an update on the content baby content guy did you hear oh my god i didn't tell you yet oh my god i heard i don't know if this is true and i don't mean to spread rumors and i'm telling you i literally don't know and i haven't fact checked but i heard he might have his own content baby <gasps> content <laughs> i heard that i mean i don't know if it's true i know oh my god congrats i don't know if it's true i just got a random comment you and think it's a totally, boy or do you think it's a girl it could totally um boy oh my god i think it could totally not be true and i'm oh. not a little <laughs> i'm not trying to spread rumors here and most people don't even know who he is but i got some comments that were like oh i heard he got a he had a baby and i was like well congrats if oh, so i can't wait for the family channel oh my god i'm kidding cute would be so cute <laughs> wait honestly that's so cute it's so weird being old Older, where your friends or peers or acquaintances are starting to have kids oh my god don't get oh me started. my god i have a story for you what oh my god so one of our old friends okay um, our old friends you no, and no, me? mine and ashley's okay. old friends sorry th- clarify 
literally um was pregnant with her f- her fifth kid okay and now the baby was six days past the due date okay so you know they're just waiting they're like come on they've been here you know f- four other times so they're totally used to this her water breaks on sunday this past sunday okay so of course she's she goes oh okay i have you know a few hours or whatever until he actually comes Kisses the, her other kids goodbye. Her and her husband get in their car to go to the hospital, which is 10 minutes away. Oh, no. I'm scared. She has <gasps> the baby in the car. The baby just fucking came. Like, would not wait more than 10 minutes. Like, literally, water broke 10 minutes later. The baby was coming out. Do you think it's because she's had four kids before that, I think, like, it's all stretched out? I, I think it's more so. Our bodies are so amazing. And the muscle memory, like, I feel like her body just knew exactly what to do. <laughs> Literally, she gave birth in her SUV, like, passenger, and they had to call the fire department. So, of course, the fire department comes, and (laughs) she she posted all this on Facebook, and I was sitting there like, holy shit. Oh, I live for a Facebook family update. but, like, imagine that being your story of how, like, you're, like, doing that to your mother. Could you imagine? Well, like, a lot of people are born, like, in random ass areas. Yes, but, like, you never... Like, you hear about it, but I never... That's insane. That's, like, women's bodies are so powerful. Like, it, she, she gave birth on the side of the road. No epidural. Which, oh my God, yeah, no epidural. Well, actually, okay, when your parents had... When your mom had Ash and then you, mm-hmm. do you know, like, your birth stories exactly? Yeah, so Ashley's... I came really quick also. Yeah. Ashley's was a longer labor. I forget how many hours she was in labor, but for me... She went, she drove herself to the hospital That's and right. the nurse was like, oh my God, you're already 10, <laughs> cent- or, or 10 centimeters dilated. And my mom was just laughing because she just, she just felt like she had some time wow. and all the nurses were like freaking out, not knowing what to do. But apparently I just came really quick. My, well, my mom, for me, she was in labor for 23 hours and was in so much pain, obviously. But with my brother, it, it I don't know if, how long it was, but it wasn't 23, but maybe because the second child or just moving forward like it's easier and easier for your body yeah isn't that crazy Sierra Schultz just had her baby too she did congrats so cute I saw she had to be induced as well I think or she was having like her baby was past her due date too oh my god oh my gosh Grace Grace congrats Sierra we love you okay wow I don't want to have a kid anytime soon (laughs) that's what I took from that okay um how is your mental health Ooh, I would say I would I I posted this on my story the other day. Overall, it's extremely better than it was last year. Mm-hmm. I definitely still struggle with it. There was a hot minute where I definitely wanted I actually asked my psychiatrist to lower my dosage because I kind of wanted to start weaning off cuz it's officially been a year since I've been on um Zoloft. Whoa, that went by so fast. I know. So, of course, I was thinking of long-term effects and blah 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 and I was just like maybe I should start getting off of it. And then I kind of chickened out. (laughs) And honestly, I'm actually glad I didn't start going down because one, I know that's a huge process and it can be just a lot. You know, I've talked to other people. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. And then two, I feel, I don't know. I feel as though I was just rushing it and because it was coming close to the year mark. And now I feel like I'm still struggling with my mental health a little bit. So that's why, I don't know. I think I'm happy with that. But I don't know. I think having a good group of people around to be able to like talk to is a huge thing and then just realizing that it's just your thoughts like I like you just can't like you can't escape them it sucks that you just can't trust yourself you know if it's even as little as like oh did I already do that or like brain fog learning more about anxiety too has helped me 
of what our symptoms were before I would have genuinely thought I'm losing my memory. We're not, I can understand, oh, I'm just stressed and overwhelmed and I have a lot of brain fog where I'm forgetting things. It doesn't mean I'm losing my memory. Do you know what I mean? Like totally like being just more aware of like the symptoms and side effects and all that kind of stuff. Um, even like <laughs> I'm still having fucking insane, crazy dreams, but Every time I go to bed, I'm just like, okay, what, Here mo- we go. what, what movie is going to be tonight? Like, it's just, it's weird. It's interesting how everything becomes normalized. Yes. Like, you just kind of become, you adapt to everything, and it is really interesting. But yeah, overall, I will say it has been way, way better. I also, I feel like I've been so proud of myself lately. I've noticed how much, now that the world's opening up and I'm like talking to other people or being around other people where before I wasn't, I'm noticing how much my social anxiety has gone away. Oh, like wow. it's still there, but nowhere near like what it was before. Even we had that shoot today and like I'm asking people questions. Yeah. But, like I never would have been like, hi, makeup artist. What's your name? Like, da, da, da. like I would have never done that before. I mean, to be honest, I never like we did so many shoots before yeah. you were prescribed medicine and I never noticed anything off. Yeah. But I did but notice now today. Can... I was like, oh, my God. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. That's so exciting. I know. Makes me happy. Makes her happy. So that's me. How's your mental health been? My mental health has been good. I think for me and something I need to work out in therapy is I think I get really overwhelmed really easily and mm-hmm. I let that consume me and I like it if something bothers me, if something happens, it's like all I can think about and I almost um hyper focus on whatever it is. I get that. And then I can't think about anything else. I can't talk about anything else. It's like I feel like you noticed that and it's like I've realized poor Ollie is on the end of that where I just like call him and I talk to him and it's just like over and over and over and over and over the same thing where I feel like I want to get to the point where I don't let those things they need to bother me obviously like that's a normal reaction but I want to get to the point where like it takes me like six hours to finally work myself down and be like, mm. okay, it's fine. And then once it's, once I'm fine, You're I'm fine. fine. Yeah. And I never bring it up again, but it, I feel like that's not a healthy way to cope with things. You know what has helped me in that scenario is just having a therapist because it's another person to talk to, Yeah. but you don't feel like you're gossiping or you don't feel like you're, you're making it a big deal because you're paying them to talk to and give advice. Yeah. So I think just like having someone else who actually like will give you good advice back to obviously all he does too and like I give my best advice for you but it sometimes you feel like you're boring the same person or you're like yes. oh my god am I like am I making this a big deal and yes. obviously if you just talk like I have to talk through things when I'm stressed oh me too I have to have a little meltdown and I have to like talk it through with my friends and family and then after that I'm good so I think accept that and maybe maybe even journaling maybe you would like journaling I think that's just the way that I cope with things it's just like I completely overreact because I'm such a I don't want to say irrational person, but my mom and dad raised me definitely to like think the worst mm. in the way where it's like always be prepared for like the worst situation. So like my mind goes there and then it's never as bad as it is. So yeah. to me, it's actually a little bit easier always because I'm like, oh, it wasn't even that bad. But then yeah. I let myself think it's going to get well, that bad. <laughs> and again, what I learned a lot in acting class was if you're acting out a breakup, your body really feels like you're going through a breakup. Like if you're acting truly. So oh you God. spending that time having those anxious thoughts, your body's still reacting 
thinking that stuff could be happening. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's 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 nice to be ahead of, you know, something that could potentially be bad, but then you also don't want to put yourself through stress. It's like when you put yourself through it twice. Yes. You know what I mean? Worrying like why worrying about things? Yeah, exactly. But then at least the second time you're a little more prepared. So like I understand because I do the same thing. I always think worst case scenario because I'd rather be pleasantly surprised, but then I sit there and look back and think, why did I do that to myself? Yeah, yeah. I think I might need to work through that in therapy, but I will have an update eventually. Okay, this is a deep question. What can you do when you're in a toxic relationship with your family? I think this is really hard because everyone always, you know, even as I said earlier in this episode, oh, to have like a good support system, like friends and family, blah, blah, blah. Like not everyone has a good relationship with their family and they can't go to their family. And I think it sucks that, you know, I have a lot of friends who actually have such toxic relationships with their parents or their mom or their brother, and they've had to learn to cope with that. And I think it's, it's, it sucks. And that's what, I think that's what's hard because, you know, you always hear the sayings, blood is thicker than water, but I think people, when it is a toxic relationship, will use that against the other person being like, no, well, we're blood, we're family. Like you never let your family down. And I think just having boundaries with anyone, whether you're they're your friends or your family, is the most important thing. You know, I have a great relationship with my family, but I'm aware not everyone else does. And I think just having having boundaries is really hard. I've had some friends have to completely cut off their mom um, for whatever reason, and I can't ima- I genuinely can't imagine um, what that's like. But I think the main thing is realizing you are not alone I honestly I'm thinking of um three friends specifically right now who um have had just interesting situations like that um and it sucks I'm so sorry I think a tough pill that I had to swallow I mean I I am at a point right now where my family and I are super super close but I think everybody goes through waves with family and with friends but Mm -hmm. just specifically about family right now where you're close and then you're not as close and then you drift and you know things happen you're gonna fight it's normal it's natural Um, but something that I kind of realized at one point in my life was that just because they're your family doesn't necessarily mean you have to have them in your life yeah and I think at a point when I was a certain age and I was just really disagreeing with some people in my family again we're totally good and I think again keep in mind that things go in waves um I think realizing that you know I'm I'm at a certain age where I'm an adult I am financially independent I am like independent on my own I live on my own I don't live at home I don't need necessarily anybody um I realize like I can always love you I will always love you but I don't necessarily need to and have you in my life I've also learned you can love people from a distance yeah I think that's also an interesting dynamic um you know, I'm not really close to like my extended family whatsoever. And I would definitely consider some of my friends more like family. Mm-hmm. And I think if you are in that situation, it's okay if your best friend feels more like a sister to you than your actual sister, or you have a motherly figure in your life who feels more like a mother than your actual mother. I think that's more than okay. And, you know, um, that's an that's also a really special bond with those people I think also remembering that I think giving people a little bit more grace is really nice where if you're like having a problem with your brother or your sister or your mom your dad your aunt your uncle grandma grandpa whatever remembering that they too are just normal human beings trying to navigate life like your parents right now like my mom's probably like oh she's gonna get bad I can't say her age my mom's like 21 (laughs) and you know what I mean? But like my mom at currently at this age right now has never experienced this age. Yeah. She's entering a whole new 
time in her life that she's never experienced herself. And that's yeah. probably just as scary for her as me being 26, turning 27. It's weird. Yeah. So totally. I get, it, I get that. And I feel like I've learned to just have more grace with people in my life and understand that they too are just trying to navigate. Um, and again, just keeping those boundaries where knowing, you know, trigger words or no, mm-hmm. like, you know, if certain things are like really do trigger you just expressing that to your family member and being like, Hey, like, you know, when you say this sort of thing, or when you bring these things up, like I personally get triggered and you just need to hope that they will give you that respect of understanding those triggers. Mm -hmm. And if they don't set those boundaries. I love that. Um, the next question is interesting because I also want to know, Remy, how the fuck do I have an engaging conversation on a dating app? <gasps> I was just telling someone this. I hate small talk. Yeah. Like, I hate small talk on dating apps. I'm so much more inclined to say, hey, let's grab some drinks and then we can talk more there. Yeah. Where my sister, for instance, can easily have a full-on conversation for weeks with someone. And I'm like, I can't do that. I can only <laughs> ask how your day is so many times. I mean, I get that. I can't. I can't really remember what I was like on dating apps, to be honest. I feel like you were really witty and funny. I think it's like, and I think I apply this to everybody. And then that's why like dating apps and just dating in general, I was a little bit more chill with was just finding common ground. Mm. I think always finding whether it's music. I mean, what do dudes love? Like music, sports, whatever it is. Obviously don't be like a pick me. And like, oh my God, like, I love I sports. Love sports. Yeah. Da, 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 da. But like for real, like find what interests you. Like I loved Chance the Rapper, obviously. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people that I talked to would love Chance the Rapper. Be like, oh my God, like I saw them at concert. I saw yeah. them here. Like it's like finding those like random things. Like just, be willing to share. Exactly. Interests. Or even if like you don't find something in common, like let's say that they love hiking and I'm like, I hate hiking. But you can, instead of just being like, I hate hiking and ending it there, being mm-hmm. like, what do you love about hiking? Like what are the coolest hikes you've been on? Like, yeah. oh, maybe we could like, maybe I, you could change my yeah, mind. Be like, okay, low key, I don't love hiking, but give me three good reasons why I should. Exactly. You know, you can, I think also a, a thing is being, don't feel like there's a right or wrong answer and you can, it's okay to say you don't like hiking. Yeah, Like exactly. that doesn't mean you're not good enough or anything. Like, no. And also like if you go on a real, let's say you go on a real date, let's say you actually start dating and they're like, well, you said you love hiking and you're like, fuck, I yes. don't like, hi-. you're stuck in that line. You got to go to your grave with that. Exactly. <laughs> Do you want to hike for the rest of your life? No, no. Just be honest. <laughs> How do you spot a fake friend? I am not the person to ask this. <laughs> Great question. I see this is interesting because I okay, okay. The number one thing I would say is if they're talking if you're if the grounds of your friendship is based off of gossip or talking about other people, they're talking about you to other people also. Oh, yeah. Gossip is the easiest thing to like feel connected with people with but there's been times where I look back at certain friends that I've had or even just like acquaintances that I know and I realize if I feel like the only thing I have to talk to you about is someone else's drama or just like tea or whatever that is not a real friend and even though you feel special because someone is telling you their secrets you're not and even though you know maybe it's like some really cool girl came over to you and is like, oh my God, don't say this, but blah, blah, blah. That's also not a real friendship. So I think just looking for those red flags, it doesn't mean they're a horrible person, but it just means the foundation of your friendship is not based on good things. That That's just going to lead you up to failure in that relationship. I literally just saw this quote. It's at Poems Vibe posted it on Instagram. It says, 
Value anyone who supports you with nothing to gain from it. <gasps> Let me read it again. <laughs> Value anyone who supports you with nothing to gain from it. I, I ugh, so good. I was going to say, I feel like with a lot of my friendships in the past that have become friendship breakups, mm-hmm. deep down, and you know you have to trust your gut, I feel like a lot of times when I was hurting or going through something, they they were like a little too happy about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, not like necessarily like, woo, but like they just would say things or just like, I don't know. And like when I was really happy and celebrating it, they wouldn't quite celebrate my wins. It's almost like they were on the opposite page as you were. And when you are going through a really hard time, you don't want to second guess if someone is like secretly happy or secretly smiling or, you know, if you are super like you should never if you have a promotion in your life or if you have something that's really exciting and people make you feel stupid for that, that's also just a shitty sign. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like regardless of what like if you have a promotion and someone's like, oh, well, I actually passed on that. Like I chose not to do that or like, oh, well, that's not really a real promotion. Like if anyone puts you down for wins or like things you would celebrate about, that's also not that's just not good. That's a fake friend. And honestly, it just shows their insecurity. So I think in the end, you know, that's their own problem. But just keep boundaries and distance yourself. Um, like, don't let them in too close. Also, I don't think that necessarily makes you a bad person. It's no. just obviously they're going through something and you guys are just not meant to be friends at this time. And I think the idea of, I think a whole other level of fake I think the idea of fake friends is where you have expectations and you expect them to be your right or die best friend. But deep down, you're like, oh, we're not that close. Or like, you know what I mean? I think also having that expectation of, oh, we're supposed to be best friends. We tell each other everything. Like we love each other so much where it's like, don't just like, I don't know. And just like the parent thing, like your friend is also a normal human being. They are going to mess up sometimes. You're going to mess up sometimes. But ultimately, if the mess ups are outweighing the good quality experiences, Mm -hmm. then I think it's time to part ways. Next question. Long distance relationships. Yay or nay? I low-key think I would be really good in long distance relationships because I've been very like independent. Yeah. However... I think it is only certain people can handle it. I don't think I could personally handle it. See, but I've never known anything other, really. Like, I have, but I haven't. I mean, I've never done a long-distance relationship, but it just That's looks like true. a I lot. I haven't either. It looks like a <laughs> lot of work, and I, I and agree. And trust. You have to have so much trust. In, with the idea of, like, oh, I get to, like, be independent still, and then, like, you... It sounds nice. There, Like, there's pros and cons, obviously. It sounds nice that when you have that time with that person, like, that devoted time, that's all you have, but... At the same time, I personally, like, one of my favorite things about Cal is, like, when he gets home and we talk about each other's days. Yeah. Like, granted, of course, you can do that on the phone. Like, that quality time to you is so important. Where I have friends who are in a long-distance relationship with someone who's in the UK. And I can't imagine being in a whole different country as someone. With the time zones. But also, I don't know. I don't think there's a yay or nay at all. Like, I think there are really good... I've known long distance relationships that have worked out amazingly. Obviously they had their, their struggles, but it's not like a long distance relationship is a red flag in any way. It's just that it, there are its own hurdles. You know, the trust levels have to be through the roof. You know, it's lonely. It's hard. I think it's, um, it's like case to case scenario. It is. It really is. But I, I personally think I would maybe be okay with it, but not for a long time. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 
How do you build confidence? Honestly, I think the quicker that you can accept that you are all you already need to be. Yeah. Like you don't need to change or be someone else. You know, as Ash and I have been saying with Parallel, like you are sexy as is. As is. as Like the way you are right now is enough. And um, my own personal confidence never grew until I feel like I really stopped trying to just fit the form of what other people wanted me to be. Yeah. I think for me also, it just has come with age. Age. Because as you get older, you understand, like even something as small as like me recognizing how I deal with problems in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, that is a a hurdle that I need to overcome myself. But at the same time, like it gives me this sort of solace in knowing like, wow, like I'm figuring myself out. I'm learning about myself. And that's, I'm one step closer to overcoming that hurdle Mm -hmm. and that to me gives confidence in myself yeah granted that's not like superficial confidence of like oh my god I look so good today it's like wow like I'm getting to know myself self-worth confidence of like wow I've learned about me and I think that kind of transfers from the inside out like it shows in the way that I hold myself and just like I know who I am and the more you know who you are the more confident you really are exactly also side note this is something that I personally think And not everyone has to go through like a crazy breakup, but I think heartache and breakups, whether it's a friendship breakup or a romantic, when you're kind of stuck with yourself in those situations, when you don't have your identity in another person and it's only in yourself, that is where you learn so much about yourself. Like I'm always so thankful for, I've only had one really big breakup in my life. And well, two, if if you can't like friendship breakups, Mm -hmm. but looking back, like I learned the most about myself from those times. So even though it's so painful, like those are such bittersweet moments because that's like, a huge part of me grew from those instances. And that's a lot where my confidence has come from. I think in a breakup like that, it's finding out your self-worth. Like, why did I put up with that for so long? Why did I let myself get treated Mm -hmm. like that for so long? Why, you know, why were you acting like this? Why were you doing that? Yes, even little things as um, not knowing... You know how when you're with someone, again, romantic or a friend, and you take on their qualities or you take on their interests unknowingly, which is totally fine. It's so normal. But when you're by yourself, you think, oh, I actually don't like that style of music. This is the style of music that I like. Or I'm going to watch this movie because that's what I want to watch. And I think that independence has a lot of confidence that comes with it, too. Totally. Last question. How do I get my friends? Ooh, this is really good. How do I get my friends to respect me? I mean, I think that your friends should respect you no matter what. And if they don't, I think that they are not your friends. Yeah. This is actually really interesting because as someone who is more introverted, there's been times where I felt people didn't really respect, you know, my word or things about me or whatever. And if I wanted to stay home, people would be like, oh, my God, why? Blah, blah, blah. And I would feel guilty. And I think a lot of it, I didn't realize I wasn't being clear with boundaries Mm. and I think if you are more introverted even like some of my friends will say how you know they're really struggling with some other of their friends and they're like this person really wants this and I don't like they don't know how to handle it and they they take it as feeling disrespected and I think there's been times where I thought that too but I didn't realize I wasn't being clear I thought I was being clear or even with uh, you know whether it's my relationship with Ashley or whoever it is um 
prime example. I feel like there's been times where I tried to sugarcoat things and I still do because I'm like, oh no, I don't want people being disappointed in me. So if I know I'm not going to come into a party till nine, why would I be like, oh, I'll try to be there around 830 if I know deep down I won't get there till nine. Yeah. Like it's so much better just to be honest and be like, hey, I probably won't come till nine or 930 instead of being like, oh, I'll, I'll try to come at an eight. And it's just like making it worse. I think also going off of that, and I've been uh, someone who does this too, it's like, bottling things up inside whether it's just like how I'm feeling with that person or how I'm feeling in general just like with a whole other situation bottling it up bottling bottling up and then like having some sort of um not reaction because not like an explosion but like in a sense where maybe you know I've been feeling a sort of way about someone and then I keep it in keep it in keep it in and then I react in a different way and they I feel like they don't understand like why I'm doing that yeah like I'm being too vague but I feel like I used to do this to you like even if it was like about a guy like I wouldn't say anything I wouldn't say anything and then all of a sudden I just like completely like react about something and you'd be like what why is she acting like (laughs) this but it's mostly because I've just been keeping it in whereas if I had just been expressive to you about like I'm feeling this way open with my emotions then you could have understood oh well she's doing this because of how she's feeling whereas to you it's just like whoa why is she acting like that yeah so I'm not saying your friends don't respect you but there's been plenty of times I've needed to check myself where I've just been a yes person a yes man too many times where I'm like oh yes I'll do this I'll do this trying to make everyone happy and then they're disappointed and then it makes it feel like they don't respect my boundaries when I just wasn't clear now that being to the side I feel like having those conversations is the best thing that you can do and I even heard in a podcast recently how no like the word no is enough and so many times we try to justify the reason why we can't and honestly if your friends do are really good friends like your answer of no I just don't feel like it or no I don't want to should be enough if you want to stay home or if they are making you feel bad for bailing on something if you're clear and just saying hey honestly my mental health hasn't been good I kind of want to stay home or hey guys I'm just tired I need a night to recharge where um where it's so funny because if you were to say, oh, I actually already have a prior engagement and I have a dinner, then they'd be so understanding. But they should be just as understanding if you say, hey, sorry, I actually just want a night in. You know what I mean? Totally. That being said, if your gut is telling you that your friends don't respect you for just a shitty reason, cut them off. Yeah, just like... <laughs> right, like your friends should respect you. Yeah, I do feel like your friends should unbelievably... I think if your friends are just mean, like you need new friends. That's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which goes to what we were saying earlier about spotting fake friends. Ooh, this full circle moment. Well, on that note, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. Um, Tinky, hope you're well. I miss you. And uh, hopefully our advice was good. A very unsolicited. Shout out unsolicited pod. We really did. (laughs) Hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram. Keep listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Hope you listen to your podcast. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.